Hello, Dragon Tamers, and welcome back to another another episode of Enter the Dragonair's Den. As always, I am Taku Dog, joined by the legendary professor, Jet Force Gemini. How's everybody doing out there? It has been a wild, jam-packed weekend filled with laughs, laughter, and sadness, and relief, and all of the three. That's what we like to hear. Emotions. It, it was definitely an emotional weekend for a lot of trainers competing in i can't even say that i can't even say it it's torino milwaukee and chile i always mess up italian pronunciations so (laughs) that's as good as it's gonna get however if you're new around here we are a pokemon go pvp podcast that focuses primarily on the silph arena factions from the north america open tier to north america bronze tier if you're not new around here, no, I we have not changed the name yet because we still have King of the Hill and the closing self, closing self arena to cover. Yeah, and we we don't want to teach Taco a new intro if we don't have to. What's the what's that saying? It's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. It's gonna feel like that for a little bit. <laughs> it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be like a a jump cut to like the third or fourth take of of Taco trying to do the intro. <laughs> You know, you're not wrong, honestly. It it's gonna feel that way for a little bit. We'll have to we'll have to talk it out. Gonna have to do some dry runs before we jump into the the new intros, but we don't have to worry about that for about six more weeks ish. So, with everything, we have some news. We had the start of a new season, Hidden Gems, where we are gonna have the ghost ground type known as Sandy Gas coming out. As of this recording, it will already be out. And Carbink later on in the season. Is is Sandy Gast a, a Tuesday? Yes, uh, the beach event. Oh, the, yeah. the spinoff of the Water Festival on June 6th. Of course, we're recording like, the night before, but people have already raiding it. Yeah, and it's like I know they're doing like the spotlight hour with all the water types. Or all the crabs, specifically. But it wasn't a rock. It was a rock lobster. We had two different trains of thought on that one. We had <laughs> rock lobster and crab rape going on. <laughs> I'm sure someone will mix the two. But, you know, with the new season comes new PvP move updates. And boy, howdy, there were a lot to go over. 55 uh, Pokemon were affected. I wanted to ask you first where you ended up at the end of last season. I ended at the respectable 2433. So was, still ace. Oh, okay. I was I was gonna ask if that was after hitting vet or not. No, I never got a chance to hit veteran. It was remember when we had psychic cup and I was on the cusp of it, and then they switched to mountain cup and my rating went from twenty four to twenty one and I had to I spent the rest of the season climbing back up. It was not fun. Yeah, the the, the timing the timing of some of the cups was a little rough last season. You're not wrong. And I think this season, since the season started on a Thursday, all the cups will start on a Thursday. I could be wrong, but, you know, it's a Wednesday or Thursday for me, and I'm okay with that. It's like, I I feel like I can solve this pretty quickly. We'll use the power of the internet. Yeah, it looks like they have them all lined up to be exactly a week apart. So, June 9th, when's that? That is, oh, it's a Friday. Where do you see the ninth? Uh, Pokemon Go Hub is where I'm using the the article. It says June 2nd through June 9th is where they have like the Great Leagues and stuff. 
or the the league so or is it they, probably they, must, a day be, off? they must be using yeah <laughs> because like the in-game calendar one is set to your local time i think oh so they it is going to be a thursday then because it's june 1st and then june 8th yeah okay we learned together that is interesting i mean it is good to know like if you're looking at Go Stadium, like don't get freaked out by the dates. <laughs> That's or true. Go, Go Hub, rather, right? Yes, I, I looked at Go Hub. That's where you normally get my my information. I like their this week in Pokemon Go. They gave us like a hmm. a thingy thing. I like Leak Duck. Leak Duck's also a good place to get get some very get some news from. So tying this all in to the start of you know new cups, new season. We had new PvP moves and some changes to moves, and in all, 55 Pokemon were affected. Some good, some interesting, and some pretty bad. (laughs) Or just inconsequential. (laughs) That's fair, too. Mm -hmm. So I will, this is not going to be a hot take, but the biggest loser from the move updates was a Pokemon that was quote-unquote barely affected, but it turns out it dropped from top 20 to 74th. On PvP folk, and that is the scary tree Trevenant. Pacing is important. Yeah. So I personally, and we'll get into this a little bit, one of the more interesting Pokemon that got a new move and was able to actually take home some wins, surprisingly, was Cradley. And I got the I saw it showcased on a Home Slice Henry video. I decided to try it in GBL fell in love with it and i slapped it on my play pokemon regional team and we all saw how well it how well and how bad it did because of my semi-poor performance (laughs) you you won your stream battle and you went positive overall like i feel like you just are focusing on the wrong thing (laughs) look you're not wrong it's very hard for me to talk about myself in a quote-unquote positive light because i'm so hyper fixated on the little mistakes i made did great, buddy. <laughs> oh, thank you. And and my my whole house was going crazy when you were on stream. Oh, my my mom actually. So she is super technology technologically illiterate. Has no idea what to do. So like, I think ten minutes before I said, "Here's the link. Tap on this thing or tap on this link. Watch it, <laughs> and just don't touch your phone. Just yeah. sit there and watch." And she goes, Clo- "Okay." Close the chat tab. Yeah. So she ended up watching it and she goes, I have afterwards, she texts me. I had no idea what they were talking about. It took me a second to realize you were Taco, <laughs> but I recognized your face and I was just happy watching you look like you had a blast on there. <laughs> it's good when your mom recognizes your face. My mom has an uncanny ability to like pick me out in a like a field of faces from like like the smallest of pixels. It's super scary, but I guess that's quote unquote mother's intuition. Just before you tell us all about your experience, um, just to talk about the move update stuff, like I, I was super hopeful and optimistic after listening to the interview that Zoe Two Dots did with with Michael. And I have to say, after like how much hype they gave it and how much like oh we, we know we dropped the ball, we really have to do better. I feel like. <laughs> This was bare minimum. <laughs> like, it, you you talk about how the huge miss was really just like, okay, well, <clears throat> we're giving this new move, Boom Burst, to a bunch of Pokemon, and 
it's bad. <laughs> and so nothing changed. And then they like this. This is really my only gripe is that ha like I want to say at least half of the changes are essentially inconsequential or it's just like, OK, so that's neat, I guess. Like uh, some 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 of these were all right or it's just like kind of side grade stuff. But yeah, like it, it just feels weird that they went out of their way to say like, oh, yeah, we we know we need to do better. And then it's just like half of it is filler. I want to agree with you. I really do. But I do have to say that with this move update, the meta has was very, very difficult to kind of wrangle in. Just you have... You have Pokemon, I think like the biggest winners were the fairies and the ice types, like a talking Pikachu pointed out on a tweet where they said, oh yeah, there's like a lot of fairies and a lot of ice types have been buffed and it looks like it's now quote unquote more livelier than ever. I know he was trying to troll because, you know, we're a, a dragon themed dragon centric team, but just kind of looking at, you know, Quagsire being getting a bait move that is also stab. Tyranitar is now the best Dark-type attacker in the game. Cradley can now easily overcome the Noctowl Lantern core. I will give you, like, the amount of Pokemon that got Liquidation could is kind of middling. Dugong especially, but, you know, Dugong being drill run, getting Drill Run, it can now... It can now beat Bastodon, and it just has to land two Drill Runs, which takes the same amount of ice shards as an icy win so was, i think some pokemon got a lot more play and other pokemon were just like like you said yeah it's a it's a side upgrade i did also try to build a togetic for fairy wind and i have not been disappointed yet it, it well and and that's the that's the fun thing is is just that with the new season especially like with rank reset stuff is i feel like it's just so much more free to try the new stuff because <laughs> it's like well, rank one through seven, you have to win a total of one game. So, <laughs> yeah, don't 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 overthink it. Yeah, um, I see. Oops, go on. Well, I was I was really just gonna kind of circle back onto the actual move updates that they did, or kind of the recalibrations, where it's like feels weird that they out of out of all the old moves that they changed, like one of them affects literally one Pokemon, <laughs> where it's like. If you're going to do that, maybe also at the same time, give it to some other Pokemon. <laughs> and so like high school spear in that in that case, and then rollout is on three Pokemon total, which is like this feels weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, can we can we like if we're going to do that, can we give it to more more stuff, too? Or that's anyway, fair. That's, I think that's, that's really that's really my only gripe. Like the the change up in this season has been pretty immediate and uh, we can we can talk about it more when we look at the regionals winners, but like that is kind of the one disparity is there are some really clear winners <laughs> in in the new meta. True, and I know that there is one pick, you know, Litwick getting Mystical Fire put in, and the only reason why I think Liquid got Mystical Fire and not its evolutions, like. What's its name? Chandelure. Was they just wanted Liquid to be another quote unquote viable play in the Little Cup to beat, or the Bronzor Cup to beat Bronzor? 
But I mean, that feels weird too, right? Like, why? That that was the only uh, little Pokemon that it didn't also apply to the evolutions, right? Where it was just like Chandelure needs a bait move it's like so hard, and and they're just like, nah. Remember when we gave it Poltergeist because it needed another nuke? That's the best thing ever. Yeah. So I think this is, you know, I think it's a step in the right direction. I am very excited to see what the new, quote unquote, what the new season is going to bring. And this is going to be the world, the meta for the, the world championships in August. So I think they want, they didn't want, you know, trainers to feel like, oh my goodness, the meta is in two months. And now I have to do all this research and build all these Pokemon I've never built before. So I think that's what they were trying to do in this update. And then next, the next season in September, they're just going to go, you know what? New season, new meta, new, ye- new year, new me. We're going to give more things boom burst. God, <laughs> please, please no. But I, I like that take. I like, I like maybe that they were still kind of, even though they have said that to the contrary about how they were quote unquote listening to players that they didn't mind having a new meta into worlds that maybe this was kind of a stepping stone going into the next season where it'll be after worlds it'll be a whole new year like you said for competitions and maybe they'll they will feel more free to make more wild changes because they'll have a lot more time to kind of tinker before the next world championship rolls around true now with that being said i do have to give a shout out to the vgc people because they got a new regulation i think 48 hours before milwaukee and they had to learn how to i think yeah because the regulation d is what they called it you were allowed to bring certain pokemon in from pokemon home and we could we could spend a whole episode talking about how crazy that is. Yeah, <laughs> because, because the VGC community is panicking right now. Yeah, I'm really glad I decided not to enter VGC this this season. Well, actually, I didn't plan to do a VGC season at all. But, you know, I was in Milwaukee and it kind of lit a fire in me. And I saw 600 plus players in the Masters Division and said, I can do that. And then I saw Pokemon Go, it had 84, and I go, I better do this instead, because it's more fun. <laughs> the the nice thing about VGC, though, is you, you get to play Swiss, and that's that's something I still hope that Go gets to do eventually, because it can, it can feel bad if you get <laughs> knocked out right away. And you're like, well, that was my $60 ticket. Oh, I paid $70. You, you know, it was, it, was a, it was an average. Okay. Yeah, the, you know, I do like the the Swiss format, but, you know, one thing I do have to say is Swiss is really good for, like, larger people, and with Pokemon Go still, like, Pokemon Go PvP itself still being very, quote-unquote, niche, you only get about 50 to, we're not going to count Hartford, because I know Hartford had 200 plus registered. We normally have anywhere from 60 to 90 people registered at a time. That's only about six, seven rounds. Yeah, yeah, seven rounds of Swiss. Well, and and my opinion is is that you're thinking about it backwards. Is if if people knew that they had nine rounds to play, I feel like more people would show up just because it would be more engaging. Huh. But I, I also understand that there's like a hardware limitation because the venues are providing phones and such. 
and sometimes the phones won't be the best. I'll be very honest with that. I think in 20, 2020, or like last time, people, I think everyone was using the Samsung A22s or A21s. And then now, well, I was using the, I, I think we were using iPhone 12s. I'm not an iPhone person, so I don't know. But, you know, hardware gets a little bit better every year. and It can get a little bit cheaper, so we'll see what the venues provide. More bulk buying of phones. Just have everybody fight on an iPhone 10. Just put everybody <laughs> at the lowest, the lowest common, oh, what's the word? Lowest common, you know, phone across the board. Everyone's on an iPad. You know, I w- that wouldn't be too bad. I-, I started fiddling with my tablet a little bit more for Pokemon. Shit, like that would be fun. Original Invitational. <laughs> okay. Uh, did Did you want to talk more just about your overall experience? Yeah, I think we can do that before we just dive into play Pokemon. I promise we'll get to, you know, self stuff. Well, actually, no, let's do the self stuff beforehand because it's kind of short. Signups are now closed. Over 256 people teams registered. It broke self again. So now they have to figure out what are they going to do? Our team signed up. We're ready to go. And me as a captain, I'm possibly losing some sleep tonight waiting to set my lineup. I think that covers it, honestly. <laughs> it was it was riveting. Yeah, we're 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 getting started this week, so there will be there will be battles to report on. I'm gonna be super excited, and even though it's single elimination, if our team gets knocked out round one, we're still gonna go out with a bang. Now, with that being said, I did get a sneak peek of what of who we might have played, and we were paired up against a platinum tiered APAC team. And I said, "All right, let's do this." And then the announcement went out saying that that's not your opponent; those aren't your opponents. <laughs> And I was like, darn it, really wanted to fight somebody at APAC. That would have been fun. Yeah, really, really wanted to play 12 hour time difference. That would have been great. I thought APAC was like 13, 14 ish hours. I mean, I don't I don't want to hurt your brain. So <laughs> look, all I'm saying is fighting on European time zone, time zone is hard. I have a much better time fighting APAC players because when they're about to go to sleep i'm just waking up so we're both kind of tired and so it's an even playing field that's that's my how my brain interprets it yeah i prefer the other way around don't don't give me morning battles (laughs) okay so you take the night battle and they take the morning battle but okay Uh, did you get to play the uh the the digging for gold event i did I spun and got a lot of coins or gold coins. I now have 62 gold coins. No. Oh, for your, for your gimme ghoul. Yeah. I did my first coin bag on Saturday. I forgot to do that. I did get a shiny barboach from one of the researches. Nice. And Gabby, Gabby Snyder called out a hundo spiel. And so I instantly went to look for it and caught it. And it was kind of funny. The Pokemon Go players... They had started the round, and then they called out the the spiel, and we all asked, we all like turned to our opponents, like, if I have to walk to go get it, would you allow that? And the opponent was like, yeah, let's do it. So we like they walked over, caught it, came back, and then did the battle. Did Did was, anyone walk away with Shundo? Not that I can see. <laughs> no one. No one called out the Shundo. No. <laughs> but I mean, someone was like, oh, it's just a Hundo's feel. Like, what's it good for? You can't even use it in yeah. PvP. And I go, that's not the point. Some of us are hundo collectors because we like to just have them, myself included. 
I have I have my Hundo Scarf feel. Oh, I'm jealous. Too bad you can't evolve it. I mean, this year maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> they they seem to retcon evolutions with costumes. That's fair. Alrighty then. So we got we got the Sylph out of the way for now. We got the move updates, the abridged version, because everyone has already reported on it. And we're always late to the party, but we're fashionably late, so <laughs> we know we're gonna be late, so we can <laughs> at least like joke about it. That's the that's the spirit. Alright, so let's go ahead and dive into a new segment. Play Pokemon. So I got bullied into going to Milwaukee. Who bullied you, Taka? My wife. My wife oh. bullied me. So originally, I was talking with my little brother, and I was like, yeah, let's go to Milwaukee. It'll be fine. It's a Pokemon tournament. He's like, I won't battle. I'll just go to support you. And I was like, cool beans. Then I started thinking about it more, and I go, I have not prepared for this like at all. I probably won't do so well. So I chickened out last minute, and then my wife goes, why aren't you saying, hey, aren't you going to Milwaukee this weekend? I'm like, nah, I'm not good enough to compete. She's like, shut up, you're going. I, did, I, was like, I did not hear this story. <laughs> I didn't tell this is the first time I'm telling this story to everyone. So, Taco opens it. Welcome to Taco's therapy session. Taco, <laughs> where Taco unloads, <laughs> instead of talking to a, a therapist, Taco talks to the internet. Well, I can I can pause you and say that I was I was impressed with how much practice you're putting in. So I probably uh, put it. <laughs> I will I will at least like for obviously no one can see the team chat and such, but you were you were on every night getting in your your practice and sussing out your team, especially once the move changes dropped. Like I I changed my team about I want to say four times because actually no technically five times. The first one was just a couple of move changes between Team 1 and 2. So I wanted to bring Flygon, but I wanted Earth Power originally, or Earth Power was on it originally, and this was... As I knew, Earth Power is not going to get me the kills I need on the Stunfisk and the Registry matchup, so I'm going to throw Earthquake on it. So I throw Earthquake on it, and I'm like, excited, we're going to see Double Steel, and, you know, that was that. And then, you know, we put was- in... It was actually working too in your practice battles that I saw streamed. I was so excited. I was like, yeah, I'm going to bring Flygon to this. And then the move update dropped and I go, okay, back to the drawing board. Yeah, it got, it got a little too dangerous for Flygon. <laughs> <laughs> so my team, I was going to bring, so my final team I settled on was Alolan Ninetales with Powder Snow. I had the Metacham because I needed a safety blanket. And so Safety Chan is best Chan. I had Galarian Stunfisk for that steel coverage because, you know, G-Fisk is best Fisk and a safety blanket as well. I also brought Umbreon because I wanted my, my like, bulk. And then I slapped Jellicent on and Cradley. As I alluded to previously, Cradley was inspired by the Home Slice Henry video because I figured, okay, people are still going to be bringing Noctowl and Lantern and I need a Pokemon that can neutralize both comfortably. Cradley actually did the job surprisingly well. And, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm, I have to get back to the wife bullying me. So the wife bullies me into going. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife bullies me into signing up. So I sign up, didn't know like where I was staying, what we were doing. She's like, don't worry about that. Just focus on team building and I'll handle the rest. It was like a tag team type of thing. So we did that. Everything was fine. Quote unquote. Did, did your brother end up riding with you? No, he bailed. Okay. Well, 
<laughs> no, I, I sent him the link for a spectator pass, and he goes, "Oh, I thought it was this week." I'm like, "I signed up on. I'm signing up on Sunday," and I'm like, "No, it's you know the weekend of June the second through the He's like, "No, I can't go to that. I have a thing." So he bailed, and oh. so I was like, "Okay, I'll go by myself." Because my wife has to work because one of us has to ha- gets to have fun and the other one gets to work. And then vice versa, you know? <laughs> Share the load. There you go. And so she found me a hotel for one and she likes to spoil me. I was like, oh yeah, let's get let's go to this like little rinky-dink motel. I'm not even going to stay in it much. She's like, no, you're, you're going to stay in this hotel. Puts me up in a, uh, one, of the, one of the really nice hotels in Milwaukee. And I'm like, this is nice, but... I won't be here. I'll be over there. Uh, so yeah, that that happened, and then I, I got to the tournament. <laughs> funny part was our car blew up. Sorry, what? Yeah, this is gonna be a fun one. So our car blew up, and then it didn't blow up. It was getting worked on, and my brother-in-law goes, "Hey, take my car or take one of my cars." So I drove up like the Friday night, and as I'm as like the the pods get registered, I see that my my name's misspelled, and so I point out like, "Hey, my name's misspelled." Um, did y'all do it or is that my fault? And then like, as I was getting gas, I look at it and I go, oh, I misspelled my own name. Fudge. Just, <laughs> just it's, it's all the details in a taco story that really make it magical. Yeah. Taco misspells tweets. Taco misspells war- or his own name. So I, I emailed the, the staff like, hey, so I misspelled my name. I'm still so-and-so. Like, what can we do? And the, the judge or the head TO was like, we got this. We got you. Just get here safely we'll worry about it in the morning just you know file a ticket email so i did all that and they were super nice because they could have just said yeah you misspelled your name so you're sol so when they had me coincidentally when i go to like pick up my team sheet they're like what's your name and i was like oh it's taco doc and they're like yeah we don't have someone like that and i said i'm the guy that misspelled his own name because i was big dumb and they're like oh i know who you are you were talking with me (laughs) and i'm like okay well thank you they're like, yeah, here you go. And you can, and I said, and what's your team? And I said, this is my team. And then he, mat- he you know, to do the TO verification, he matched it up. And I was like, and the moves I have are these. So they let me compete. They could have very much said, no, you're DQ'd. But I, I was like, I was very happy that they were nice enough to let me compete. And then the, the, the people, the RK9 people that I put the support ticket in were like, yeah, just talk to the TOs that you should be good. That, w- that happened after I was already eliminated from the tournament. But it's okay, We at least as long as they gave me an answer. <laughs> they, they had your name right on the stream. So that, that part was, was also good that you were you got out ahead of it. Oh, that was that part was funny. They're like, so who are you? I'm like, I'm Taco Dog. Or as I spelled it, Taco Digo. Which honestly, if my name was Diego, would have kept it. Hmm. But they're like, yeah, we don't have that here. I was like, so I talked to the judge and I explained what happened. They're like, okay, well, it's good that you told me this now. So like our production people can like fix it. So they did it before I went up on stream and I was super happy. But I'm getting ahead of myself. My only goals at that tournament was to not get O2'd in the first round and then somehow make it on stream. I found out how, what it takes to get on stream. And so now I'm kind of motivated to bring something outside the box for next time. <laughs> so I, my first round opponent is... A super awesome guy from the Thunderdome, ace twin to win. I've never beaten him in self. And I'm like, shoot, I got a self-rival. And I beat him. And I'm like, oh, okay, I think I can do this. And then my next opponent is someone from Electric City. And I'm like, we fought before. 
It was the same person I fought my very first Sylph Factions match in, and I was able to 2-0 them. And I was like, oh my goodness, I, I can actually do this. Like, I'm just slowly gaining confidence, like, throughout the, the tournament. <laughs> it turns out I'm good at this. Look, after the season that I had in in the Emberfield and then my performance in Copper, I was, you know, my my conf, my self-motivation or self-confidence was at, like, an all-time low when it came to battles. So... <laughs> you, uh, you do have to appreciate, though, that, like, factions, battles are just a different beast compared to just a, a heads-up in-person tournament. 100%. I will say that. So... Um, I actually met I met some dudes from the Thunderdome. They were super duper nice, and they were like, "Hey, Taco, I see you're by yourself. Want to hang out with us for a little bit?" And we're like, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> and they're like, "Who'd you come with?" And I was like, "By myself. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, doing me. I'm here." <laughs> <laughs> I met, you know, I met some some peeps from the the stadium team. They were pretty nice. I met the the Fitzy family. They were also super nice. Turns out, like they said, I was like, "Oh yeah, after this, we're going to we're going to Iowa to visit some in-laws and stuff." And I was like, "What part?" Turns out, it's like right up the road from where I'm at. <laughs> so I was like, "If you have, like, I think I told I can't remember if I said this." And I was like, "Hey, you should come play Community Day down in our college town. Like, would be fun." It's it's so, the place to be. <laughs> and so, like, then, like, I'm just waiting for. You know, because I'm in winners round two or winners round three now, and I'm thinking, okay, so winners round three. I don't know. I'm fighting the winner of Ramblin' Man and Philo, and Zimmy goes, Philo's really good. You'll probably beat fight him, and I'm like, well, it was a nice run, y'all. <laughs> and then somebody from the Thunderdome says, Talker, you're going on stream, and I, I almost yelled, like yelled, like, oh my god, no effing way, like. I actually stopped like it was just like so in shock I almost started crying right then and there like so hear me out I had two goals and within two hours I am about to accomplish those two goals like it honestly like up to that point it was literally the greatest day of my life not counting the wedding (laughs) (laughs) and so and so I meet I meet Philo and Zimmy goes hey tell Philo that Dean Air don't care and he just go. Uh, Philo just tells me, you know, if I win, you have to tell Zimmy it's his fault. And I go, I don't want to inherit some bad blood. I, I just met you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I like to build my own relationships. That was honestly like the biggest thing was I just wanted to meet people, say hi. And, you know, the battling part came second, which I think I did a good job at. So they take us to the back and. You know, they they have a sign in to like their the phones that they had and we took pictures and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is really happening. Like and then, of course, they saw my shirt and they go, is that a officially licensed Nintendo thing? I said, no, this is my personal. This is my personal drawing that I own the copyright to. And they're like, yeah, well, it kind of looks like a Pokemon. They blamed the Ludicolo hat. Uh, the sombrero. Yeah. And I was like, but I'm Mexican. Like the cultural icon <laughs> they're like but i'm mexican and they're like yeah we're gonna be better safe than sorry and then they looked at my hat and they go is that an official nintendo official nintendo instinct hat and i go you know i really don't know so they they borrowed it and i was like do you mind if i take it to the back and check it and i was like by all means like i don't want to be dq'd because i'm bringing something up i should not be bringing up like i with- i just i just want to know 
what the deal was with your opponent because he had a Team Rocket hat. So that was officially licensed by Nintendo. What? Yep. No way. It was. Okay, sure. So, well, we checked it. We found the tag. Amazing. So they, they came back with my hat and they're like, yeah, so it's not. They found it I on was, here. I was outraged for you. <laughs> I was like, this, this, this guy gets to keep his Team Rocket hat? What's happening? Yeah. Pokemon, or yeah, Milwaukee was anti-instinct. We'll go with that. Yep. And so I get on stream and the the TO that was watching us is hollow purple. Like, I'm just going, hey, so of course I had to give him, you know, a little bit of some flack, like, because he was going to be on our podcast and then he had to cancel last minute due to some things. I was like, hey, so if I file a dispute, you're not going to hold it against me that we moved on to not do a podcast episode with you. And he's like, no, not at all. I was like, okay, good. He's like, I was like, wait, you're not joking. I was like, I might be. <laughs> but overall, like super nice guy. So we get up on stage and all of a sudden he goes, hey, the cameras are on us. Like cameras are on us, you know, get get ready. And Philo like just looks at the camera for like a little bit because he's like, I guess in his thought, he goes, oh, I thought I was supposed to like smile at the camera. I was like, well, it's better than me. I was sitting there rocking in a chair just going, wee, <laughs> wee. And so we battle and game one, of course, everybody saw my reaction when I tried to swap in. I wanted to swap Cradley in into the Lantern, but I, I swapped in Umbreon. So I said, well, shoot, I got to do this now. And he he tried to farm me down, but Thanks I got to sake. a foul play. Yep. Because my Umbreon is a 99.9% Umbreon. That boy thick. <laughs> yeah, after the game, I just... Of course, y'all couldn't hear it, but I mouthed Umbreon Thick Boy. And I was watching the VOD afterwards, and the casters were. I, I don't know what to make of the casters. Like, they were trying to make sense of what I was doing, but when I didn't even know what I was doing, I wish them the best of luck. Yeah, it's it's that whole benefit of the doubt thing, right? <laughs> it's yeah, like, oh, but, yes, this was deliberate. Yeah, when, when Alpha Feed's like, yeah, I think Taco is just trying to meme up there. I'll be the first to say it. I was not. I was just up there having the time of my life. Like I knew that, you know, once the Thunderbolt landed on my Jellison in game two, that was game. I was like, all right, let's go into the next one. Like I'm getting goosebumps just recapping this whole thing. (laughs) I mean, you had to keep it entertaining, right? Yeah, we'll do that. (laughs) So game three, we had the the Mirror Medicham lead and so mine was more attack weighted than his so i was gonna win cmp but i was gonna lose out on the bulk battle and you made a comment after the the game saying that i i brought an anti-lantern line because he had brought it three times and when i landed the earthquake i said all right i'm gonna save this i'm gonna because i know the lantern had spark said all right i'm gonna save this for the for the end game because i know that lantern has spark my Dunfisk, I am more comfortable with in the final matchup, and I had just landed an Earthquake. So, Cradley, you get in there. And, and during the game, I guess like I made a toxic play, and I said, get, bring out that Lantern. Like, I know it's in the back. And Philo was just like, is it? And I was like, I know it is. You, you, <laughs> I, I know it. I was like, I, that was my call. Like, Lantern is there. Yeah. And if it wasn't there, like, it was going to be a lot harder to win. So then the lantern comes out and Cradle is like doing its thing. I shield the surf because I had a shield left and I had to shield something. Uh, his stun fist had, was going to fall to a mud shot. And within like, 
I was a little upset though, because like my moves weren't going off when I wanted them to, or I would like over tap, or the phone would register that I'd over tap. Mm-hmm. And so like my Pokemon would get super low, and I'm like, I'm trying to use the nuke move. Stop it. <laughs> Give me the move. Like in game one, when I led Alola Ninetales into Metacham, I wanted to use Dazzling Gleam, but the game goes, nah, you're going to throw another Powder Snow, then the Dazzling Gleam. Like it had queued up moves. And so like at the end of it, I, I win the game on stream and I, I about almost fell out of my chair. Like <laughs> I was like, I was just super excited. Like this is the greatest day of my life. Afterwards, I don't care what happens. And then we waited about 30 minutes. Game four happens. I get 2-0'd to Oso Shinobi, who ends up on on the winner's finals for for our pod. And then in the and then in the losers round five that I jumped to, I I fight up against a person by the name of Lucasink, who ends up in losers finals for the chance to go to day two. And Oso unfortunately lost in in the winners finals and had to drop in the drop into the losers finals for day one and so i look up on the stream and i go you know i lost to those two and they're fighting for a spot to go to day two this was a good day <laughs> yeah you you got you got most of the way there yeah so overall i went three and two with my three and two as experience i really and truly just was very happy with you know my performance i was ecstatic about what was going on I didn't get to go to day two, sadly, because I didn't have enough money to pay for the parking. So I called it good and came home with a smile on my face. And I got some swag. They gave us a playmat and a TCG card. And now I have a new addiction in Pokemon TCG. <laughs> did, did you did you buy any any plushies? No, they didn't have Flygon plushies. And that's the one I was really looking for. That's too bad. Yeah. But it's okay. There'll be there'll be other tournaments, and I I know what to expect for next time. Do you have any advice for people who are still on the fence about doing a play Pokemon event? The advice I would give: spectator passes are a thing. Even if you if a play Pokemon event is within twenty miles of where you're at, you don't have to pay the seventy dollars to go compete. You can pay the eleven dollars with tax included to go and just spectate watch and network with people because the friendships you make for those couple of days are definitely like some of the best experiences you will remember and going back to your point that you made earlier in the episode when you said taco are you hydrating between every round i was eating a granola bar or a pop tart because i didn't know when the next round was going to start i found i found that the most nerve-wracking out of the whole experience was just like the unknowns were were pretty big yeah (laughs) if you showed up on stream they gave you even if like the next round was in like 45 minutes or whatever they just said no just go over now take care of it and they'll kind of go from there but i will be the first to say like even if you don't think you're gonna if you think you're good enough to compete there is no harm in you know signing up to compete if you're don't think you're good enough just get a spectator pass and you know just go out go out there and have some fun the yeah side events work too there's there was the free pokemon go event that i had to miss because i was still in the tournament and then there was paid side events that you can get prizes for i did not want to torture the children with my quote-unquote pokemon knowledge in pokemon go so i did not do that because all the best battlers were still in the tournament at the time (laughs) 
what's it called? They had Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium 2, like the old Nintendo Pokemon games. They were all there, like GameCube, Switch and all. That I thought that was pretty neat. Oh, that's awesome. There, there was nothing like that. I mean, ours was still under the pandemic umbrella, so the rules were different. But that's that's super fun that they had like other stuff you could do. Yep. And so with that being like with all that being out of the way, I know that, you know, some people might say, oh, well, it might be a little too expensive to go like to every regional. You don't have to go to every regional. Just go to the ones that are closest to you. My my thing or my personal choice was if it's within a six hour drive, I'm going to go. Provided I don't have prior engagement like a wedding in such <laughs> yeah. a short amount of time. I mean, if you, you got you got your one done, so you should be good from now on. Yeah. And there's also the the local events that are starting back up, the Play Pokemon Challenges. You know, they are at some of the game shops. Go out, talk with some people, and just, you know, you don't have to go to a regional to, like, quote-unquote, earn an invite for Worlds or whatever. You can just get all your points from there, which, you know, it, it happens. Well, you get part of the way there. You get to the international. Yeah. And so, you know, top 24 for my very first turn. Oh, yeah, before I forget, I finished top 24 out of 82 participants overall i didn't do i guess that's the i think that's the second best that someone on our team has finished because i think zimmy made it all the way to top 16 yeah those those losers finals people (laughs) yeah i I found out later i was one one win short from getting booster packs (laughs) just just outside of the prizes yeah so you had to make top 16 to get booster packs which I didn't even know about. So, and that's everyone's... that's different depending on how many players you have as well. One hundred percent. And so, like I said, if you can go, go. I would definitely suggest going with some friends, like because they will be the ones that will look after you first and foremost as well. Where if it's like somebody that doesn't even care about Pokemon, but they like they support you with what you do. And they were, they just check on and you're like, Hey, I see you finished a round. Probably time you should eat something, get a drink of water, go to the bathroom, do something. Do all that human stuff. Yeah. Cause it's a, it's a marathon. I, I woke up at 4:45 that day because I couldn't sleep. Got to the venue at 7:05. The line was already packed and we started at 9am and we did not finish until close to about 6:30 in, in the evening. It, it's a marathon. Everybody takes care of each other there. It, does, it does help if you have someone looking out for you in particular, though. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It was... Yeah, and even then, like, afterwards, the I was hanging out with Philo and his buddy, and he kind of let me know, like, what I asked him, like, hey, I didn't notice that you were competing, because, oh, I'm just here to support Philo, because I'm super close. And I was like, oh, no way. That's super cool. Because, like, during the, the match... Philo was explaining like what was going on to like help him be I guess be a better battler I didn't really ask too much about that but like just you know you don't have to necessarily get what's going on in Pokemon Go because at the end of the day we're all Pokemon fans and we're all just quote unquote a bunch of nerds having a good time it does help to have expert commentary though yeah or else you end up like my mom going, I didn't know what was going on. I was just happy to see you smiling and having fun. And then it said, winner, taco dog. Yeah, everybody was now, what's it called? My my Discord was lighting up with all the tags. And I'm like, this is what I was afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did get a nice profile picture out of it. I was happy with that. And then shout out to Hamtaro for adding the Flygon in the back. I'll post it on, or it's posted on t- Twitter, if on my Twitter, if anybody wants to see it. Or, you know, anywhere you happen to be on Discord. <laughs> I'm not in that many. Oh, yeah, I am in a lot of Discords. But so that was my my play Pokemon experience. I'm excited to see what our teammates Donut and Jack are going to be doing out in Fresno. I hope they have. I honestly hope they have a wonderful experience, too. I will be cheering them on and practicing with them as much as they can. It'll be interesting to see, too, just if very much changes between week one and week two, right? With this update, like especially with the winning teams being kind of pretty similar across the board like there's there's a lot of repeat pokemon that that show up or at least an archetype that you can kind of cookie cutter a team from and i'm hoping with how many kind of new and and niche pokemon are popping up with this update that that gets a little bit more shaken up and we see something that's maybe a little less safe yeah and i will be the i will kind of say because when you said cookie cutter teams i go every trainer had 48 hours to prepare like or even actually less than that, because the move changes went into effect at 3 p.m. Well, local time for me. Yeah. So they had less than 48 hours to prepare, and teams locked in 36 hours from the, the time the move updates went live. So a lot of people, myself included, fell back on the tried and true Medicham, Galarian Stunfisk, Swampert I mean, there's, was there's there. a reason why they're they're at the top of the list, right? But yeah, the the statistic I think was something like eighty percent of teams had Medicham. Like, oh okay, yeah, well, <laughs> well, yeah, because you know, Medicham is there. It, you can max one out to level fifty. You can beat Lickitung. You can beat Umbreon with it. And it was also there as kind of like, well, we see a Lolan Sandslash here breaks up the Noctowl Trevenant Lantern core, and you know what land. Er, Alolan Sandslash is super effect is super weak to Metachamp or any counter user. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't like fighting damage. <laughs> no. And so that was yeah, that's why a lot of people were running Metachamp that weekend. And as we can see, on all of the grand finals teams from Turin, Turin, not Torino. Torino's a car. <laughs> from Turin, Milwaukee, and Santiago, all six of the teams had Metachamp. And that was honestly par for the course because of the fact that metacham is just such a force to be reckoned with and it's it's gonna be there whether we like it or not you can give even with the fairy update i think we'll see less metacham this at fresno that's the only one i know of fresno happening because a lot of more people are ready to quote unquote play the meta or can practice more because well and they've they've actually had a decent amount of GBL time too to just really feel it out. Yeah, because when you when you look at the six teams, I'll pick on. I'm gonna pick on the the winner, Polisha's team. Polisha has a Metacham and a Sableye, two Pokemon that are very weak to Fairy types. As with Andres ninety six, also has the Metacham and Sableye. So you can essentially, if you put a good Fairy type in there. Say oh, Umbreon also on that team. Oh yes, and Umbreon. So that's on Andrew's side. Three Pokemon weak to Charm. Paula has two Pokemon weak to Charm. Bulk, the winner of Milwaukee, has two po- three Pokemon weak to Charm, and one Pokemon that really, really counters Charm. Kimisui, probably one of 
if not the best battler on the circuit right now, has two Pokemon a week to charm. I can't really speak on Santiago because I don't know the, the standings from down there. But we see Ice Chris brings, or yeah, has two Pokemon a week to charm. And then I don't know the runner-up's name, so I'm not even going to try. Two Pokemon a week to charm there. I do like on both of the Shadow A Slash teams, though, it's also got Registeel. So they do at least have Double Steel to balance it out. Yeah, and then I forgot from, from Ice Chris's side, Ice Chris had Shadow Charizard. That thing, as I learned the hard way, can one-shot a Cradley. Yeah, Sh- Shadow's art is, is crazy damage. Yep, very much. Shadow's art has the, got the Needle Queen treatment, where they buffed just the right type of moves to make Charizard broken. That was that was the, the Pokemon that knocked me out of the tournament entirely, was Lucas 6 Charizard. It was like Ember all over again, and I was not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> but worse, because it's the Shadow. Yep. But all in all, each all the trainers that weekend put out a great showing. It was... Honestly, it hit a little bit different watching their battles live, because I was just like... I was just like watching all this awesome stuff go on, but you couldn't like cheer like super loud because I'm like, oh, it's there. Like, you know, you do at home on stream or when you're watching the stream. Excuse me. Any any more taco thoughts? Those are honestly the I will say like for Milwaukee day two, there was no Trevenant. And then that's my last that's my last topic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I mean, that's that's the biggest reason why Metacham is as prominent as it is, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I was really hoping Jellicent would be up there to break that to break Metacham, but apparently, I think Sableye is a better Metacham counter. Yeah, and it, it doesn't come with the problem of being weak to Lantern. <laughs> yeah, I learned that one the hard way. But you also got to take advantage of it. I did, and I I was told by the I was told by one of the people watching the stream that they really wanted to see Mantine up on like up on stage. My opponent brought Mantine. That was it. Gotcha. Yeah, Man- Mantine is another one of those that could that could use another charge move. I mean, it has Ice Beam, Bubble Beam, Aerial Ace, which I know is not a good move, but what can you give it? What else can you give it? Well, it's yeah, and its other move is Water Pulse. So I'm just saying, like, water or flying options that aren't Water Pulse or Aerial Ace, that's a good place to start. Ah, uh, okay. Give it hydro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I, I mean, kind of want it's 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 weird knowing you can give any water type surf and they just refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now I'm looking up Mantine to see if it gets any like nuke flying moves. It it get no air slashes will be a fa- would be a fast move. That's already got wing attack. So give it That's acrobatics. Cool. Ooh, <laughs> you see that that would definitely be interesting it can learn acrobatics as of gen 8 so oh, come on Nancy, well, give it acrobatics this is okay this is actually so we can <laughs> we can come full circle on this because i am unsure how this works right now um, because i have been hyping up mystical fire for sylveon but sylveon only got mystical fire in gen 8 because it was a tm 
And then in Gen 9, it is no longer a TM, and any Pokemon you send a Pokemon home will have old moves removed. Ah. So I'm wondering if it, it has to, like, if we have to be looking at, like, Gen 9 as our template for what moves Pokemon can get going forward for Pokemon Go. Uh, I see. Well, I mean, well, in that case, then, well, they can introduce bounce to the game because they can learn it via via level up. Bounce is good. Bounce isn't in the game. That, that'd be good. But, uh, you know, if should they decide to keep to when they bring Mantine back in or if they don't allow Mantine in Gen 9, but Niantic still uses the Gen 8 moveset, you could also give and this would make La- Mantine pretty busted. Scald, Hurricane, Liquidation, Blizzard, Surf, just a whole bunch of moves. Or even Icy Wind to be a Bubble Beam clone, I guess. Oh, that's 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 a better move than Bubble Beam. Oh, it gets Earthquake too, by the way. Oh, it just because, yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> Let's do it. But yeah, there's there's a few Pokemon like that where they're they're bulky and they're not like regionals that would feel weird to give buffs to. Where it's just like, why not make it make it interesting? Yeah. But we should definitely... What's the word? But first things first, we have to get Flygon, Shadow Claw, and Breaking Swipe. That's that's a lot. Okay, one... Okay, at least Breaking Swipe. Like, come on. I've been asking for it for a while now. There are there are some moves that it just... It feels weird <laughs> when there's strictly an upgrade move available that that Pokemon would normally be able to learn. And <laughs> it's just not happening. Okay, how about superpower to hit the hit the ice types hard? Something. Okay, I'll hopefully, stop. Hopefully, hopefully they're cooking something <laughs> up. We gotta let them cook. Okay, I'll and stop. Not, yeah, not not just for Flygon, but for a lot of a lot of the favorites that are still still waiting for love. Yeah, but okay. So I think I got all of my gushing from play Pokemon out of the out of my system. We now have to go back to the Sylph. What's the word? We have to go back to Sylph King of the Hill because it looks like they finally finished. They, they sorted out who the 256 teams are. Yep. We got... Oh my goodness. Who do we get? We have Team Distortion Alt, a Diamond Tier Latin America region team. Hey, at least it's the alternate team and not the regular team. No, it's just the altered version. Because their their logo is Garatina, Jurat, <laughs> and I think the announcement just went live. Of course, I would be on Do Not Disturb. So, yep, there it is. Well, all right. So, I think for the first time we may take a quick commercial break while Jet and I tries to decipher the self king of the hill. What oh. do you think, Jet? Oh goodness. I mean, we can we can uh, do a quick look through and see where our friends are, who they got paired up against. Yeah, let's go ahead and take care of that after the break, if that's okay. Okay. Alrighty. So, we will be right back after these messages. Hello, this is Professor Elm, and I'm in a bit of a predicament. I was wondering if there were any eccentric trainers who would be willing to make a delivery of some sorts. You see, Mr. Pokemon, just outside Cherry Grove City, has informed me 
that he has a very rare Pokemon egg that would be great for my research. He even has some company in, the famous Pokemon Professor Oak. If you are able to, but do not have any Pokemon, no worries. I have three Pokemon that would be just beautiful for the adventure over there. Unfortunately, you can only choose one Pokemon. They are Chikorita, Cyndaquil, or Totodile. These three Pokemon, one of these three Pokemon, will help you in case you get tangled in the weeds and have to fight off against some Rattatas or Sentrits. I really hope that you guys, I really hope that somebody can pick up this delivery soon as Pokemon eggs are vital to my research. Did I mention I was Professor Elm? Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial break because it was amazing to finally do one of them again. I honestly don't remember the last time we had a break. The start of cycle four, my friend. It's like we, we kind of gave up on taking breaks. <laughs> the start of cycle four, that was three months ago. Actually later, like four, three and a half-ish months ago. We got more long-winded or something. There was just so much to talk about. <laughs> anyway, so a little bit of some housekeeping stuff that we got to take care of. We have... Yeah, it's been a while. You can tell it's been a while since I've done this, so... <laughs> I want to go ahead and take this time to thank our patron, ZT Smith, for helping us keep this show up and running. If you would like to become a patron and join him, we have a Patreon, obviously, at... <laughs> the link is in the show notes down below. We're going to be crashing and burning on this one. We also have a Discord that you can follow. The link will also be in the description down below. And Unfortunately, I battled ZT Smith last month. Yeah, for our... Oh, shoot, we had the Arcana tournament last month, too. Yeah. Come on and join. Have some fun. There'll Stay for the memes. Cup. Oh, yeah, we have to do an Innocent Cup. That will probably be live by the time this episode comes out. Or maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> next week. <laughs> so much stuff has happened, and I have I have been a very bad Discord admin. That's okay. It's 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 still the first couple days of the month. Yeah. We also have a Twitter. You can find us at Dragonair Den. That is the official podcast Discord or Discord Twitter. Follow it. Stay up to date on all things Enter the Dragonair's Den. There is my personal Twitter at TacoDog underscore eight, where the social media manager accidentally tagged the wrong Taco Dog on Twitter on Saturday. That was fun. And to the person who has at TacoDog eight without the underscore, I will have that handle one day. <laughs> <laughs> this would all be so much easier if you would just hand it over. Please. Give you a cookie and a glass of orange juice for it. So, we're going to go ahead and do a community engagement section. Huzzah! This week, <laughs> this week, we want to know, what is your favorite move update this season? It can be anything of the 55 Pokemon that you have to choose from. Also, before I forget, the music that you are listening to is powered by Zame on YouTube. You can follow him on Twitter at Zameit. He makes amazing video game compo compositions, and he has just recently released 30-minute loops of his original music. Definitely is one person I would recommend checking out, as he has given all the music 
from the start of this podcast. And it's not just Pokemon music. He has others, too. I do have to listen to those, too. I think I'm going to borrow it if if and when I ever start streaming. If and when. <laughs> so, Jet, I have a goal yep. for this. I'm going to hit Legend. As you should. Well, <laughs> I feel like there's no reason why our whole team isn't hitting it. Like, <clears throat> uh, Shervine, what's going on, man? <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it done this time. I want to I want to see the whole team get there. That's that's my that's my dream. Okay, so last week I chose violence or two weeks ago I chose violence. This week you're choosing violence. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm a little fired up just because my my challenge for rank 1 through 20 this time is Raikou and I've had to try all sorts of things to get it functional. <laughs> but it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Like I played uh, to give you an example, I played Hisuian Electro today as one of the other pairings with Raikou. I played um, Ludicolo in one of the early versions also, where I'm just kind of like going through my roster of stuff that I have built, where it's just like, what can I use? And it's it's been a lot of fun, and this also ties into one of our what I would call my favorite update for the season. And and that's the, the Trevenant update with the seed bomb because there's way fewer Trevenants and <laughs> they take longer to get to moves. So it's, it's less, so much less oppressive to try to run Raikou. Well, alrighty then. I think I have to, I think now I have to try to do that one, but not this time. I'm just trying to climb out. I had my first 05 set the other day. Honest, honestly, nothing matters until like six weeks in when you actually have enough people to climb against yeah i had i unfortunately i hit rank seven and then went oh five because i was like oh yeah i can do one more set and i kind of mess around with and then i saw that i didn't climb and i'm like oh it was rank seven i had to win at least one game but <laughs> we, we have to pick up one win guys all right lesson learned but alrighty, so if you would like to answer the question, I'll repeat it one once again. What is your favorite update for this season in terms of PvP? Please, by all means, you can message my personal account on Twitter. You can message the official account on Twitter. You can also, since we're mainly on Spotify, you can go into Spotify and answer the question right then and there. If it's witty enough, we will definitely put it on the show. Alternatively, you can also give the show a a follow and a, a rating so that that way you can recommend this to all of your friends as i found out the other day there are some people that hadn't listened to an episode like this and now they really enjoy what we do and i'm super happy that they've listened along so yay so jet it is now time that we do some king of the hill coverage a little bit late but better late than never now, now that we can actually talk about it yes we we have stalled long enough because self broke and they fixed it at a decent time and we have some open rematches and Dinair don't care gets to fight up against a diamond latin america team i am not shaking in my boots whatsoever i mean there's there's no reason to the the, the other one I, I feel just thematically in my bones is the cool cats playing Roslark Bow? Like the two cat icons playing against each other, like there's just something so right about it. 
I wonder what the top cat's gonna be. We'll find out. Although I do like one thing I will say, and I know it's gonna get me some flack, is a lot of people, myself included, would say, you know, there are some teams that are in the lower tiers, like Brave Nerds, Rosark Bow, the uh, Sharks and Wreck, that are Are you talking about nerdy birds? No, Brave Nerds. Cause Wait, like, I guess I should hear you out first. Well, yeah, hear me the out. Rest of your that, I was gonna say <laughs> that deserve to be in the world championships, but because they started late, they aren't gonna get to that point, sadly. So here we have one of the best open tier teams from season two when they got their start, climbed all the way to silver tier, and are now fighting a team the I think they're the remaining team that has been in Emerald since Sil Factions began after the qualifiers and after like the uh, original placements had started. So I think, so in this case, uh, Rose Slark. I'm hyping up the wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was thinking it was rock paper slark and cool cats fight this is why you have to read but no rose slark bow and open team draws an emerald tier team yeah. which you know it can still be an interesting matchup rose slark bow is a bit of a powerhouse when they want to be i can't believe i didn't catch that during the break <laughs> i just i just i just like the, the icons matching so we'll see who's the top cat at the end of this week some other all some other good matchups is going to be Gumi University and Bust of Mind plays. They get to fight the the relegation match right now instead of waiting a couple of weeks should, you know, self had continued on. The world champion team Weekend at Burmese, who definitely should be competing in the world championships, but they're not for some strange reason. Who knows? Is going to be fighting the Crimson Tigers. Nerdy Birds draws Sea Kingpin and if you followed Sea Kingpin for a while, we know Nerdy Birds actually have a shot at this one. <laughs> yeah, re- refer a couple couple episodes back to our feelings on Sea Kingpin. <laughs> and MJ really leaned into that. And, but, you know, it happens. We also have three of the four SoCal Swablu Empire teams going up. Looks like San Diego. Looks like San Diego decided, you know what? We won Copper Tier. We're good. I do happen to know that they're starting up their own remix tournament, so... Is it for the Underground? No, just for the San Diego server. Ah. I want to play in that. Sorry. <laughs> you, you go go talk to Meep right now. No, I have, I have other projects I need to be working on. But it's okay. I will be poking around that server set. Or a little bit later. Poking around. <laughs> We have Swell Sprouts get to fight Evan Stonks. I hope that match isn't too lopsided. There's there's a lot of these that on paper look pretty lopsided, but there's also a surprising amount of like familiar teams that will be playing each other once again, despite being in the mix of everyone. Yeah. SoCal Swablu Blue and the Mighty Thunderducks get a rematch from when they were in Iron. So that'll be a fun time. See if the Thunderducks made some adjustments to take down one of the, the SoCal Swablu Empire teams. Sharks and Wreck gets Hidden Powers. Queen Bees gets the Shiny Sandshrews, an EMEA team. 
there are a lot of teams that we're going to have to do some research on because let's let's be honest here. We only covered North America and now we have to cover the world. So, yay. Yeah, we get to we get to write these in reverse though where <laughs> can see who was maybe projected to win and then where the upsets were. That's probably where we'll focus until we have at least a couple fewer teams to deal with. Yep. We also had Coastal Kings, formerly the ang- like half of the team members were the Angry Bottoms, are now Coastal Kings fighting No Limit CR. Flood Cinderella Stories draws London's finest London Swingers. I think this is the Academy team for London's finest, or if it, they're just fighting under the London's finest batter. Nope, they they're the Premier team. So nice. So I don't know about you, Jet, but I am very excited to see where these mat teams are going to match up. I wish the captains Godspeed on trying to coordinate with the opposing captains, and hopefully there isn't too much of a language barrier, and everybody has a very, very easy time. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. Getting <laughs> schedules yeah. and handling disputes. No one, no one ever has problems scheduling within their own region, so this should be fine. Speaking of that, I have to reach out to the captain. Good to get a head start on that, whether or not they're awake. Uh, the flag says Argentina, so they're. I think they're one hour behind me. The world may never know. <laughs> I suck with time. Nope, they are actually two hours ahead of us, so they're asleep right now. Maybe. Most likely. I'm not going to push it. I'll do it in the morning. So you, you can always send a message like and then it's then it's just not something you have to worry about anymore. <laughs> OK, so with uh, I think all of that being said, that covers our preliminary look into King of the Hill. Jet, do you have any thoughts on the what's the word? Any thoughts on this giant 256 battle royale? Mostly, I'm just glad so many people showed up. Like, I I totally understand the people who are just done. <laughs> but, like, you might as well play the last event, right? Like, if you can. Mm-hmm. And obvious, obviously, too many teams tried to sign up. So it was it was the majority of people thought it was a good idea. Yeah, and I think that, you know, whatever happens, may the best team win. It's a great, honestly, it's a great opportunity that we are having this event run in conjunction with the World Championships. Because, you know, the World Championships is their own prestigious thing. And we all know that the real fun in games is going to be, is going to be this King of the Hill. <laughs> that could be completely wrong, but, you know, it's, to it's each their nice own. There's something else to participate in. Yeah. So, with all that being said, you know, GBL progress is slow going. It, we're getting started. It's a new day. Hopefully, I will have the Raikou challenge done by next week. <laughs> what rank are you right now, actually? Uh, I got to 14 today. Yeah. 14? Yeah. All right. That's higher than me. I, I am rank 11. I, I played three of my sets on the changeover day just to max some dust. And so I'm like about a full set behind the other players that have been playing all their games. That's fair. That is fair. 
And so, you know, usually I take this time and say we would jump into the salsa bar where Taco talks about his mess ups the week. But I will say that I don't have a personal salsa bar for you. If you want one, go back and watch the VOD for the play Pokemon and watch all of my facial reactions as I attempt to battle against Philo. They definitely tell a story. A story in three parts. <laughs> but I was actually, now that I do have a profile picture, I was very, I was laughing so hard with Donut already, already started memeing on it. As Donut does best. Gotta call out when chicken nuggies are involved. It's <laughs> my favorite thing. But you know, I'm just happy I made it. Not made it, but I'm just happy that I have a new profile picture. I don't yeah, have to draw. I made it. You know, this week we'll have we'll have Jet, no Jack and Donut with profile pictures, and we secretly signed up Jet without his knowledge. <laughs> I'm not sure how that's gonna work. <laughs> We're just gonna kidnap you, and you know, we'll meet you in Fresno. Mm, I'm supposed to meet puppies this weekend. Oh, okay, fine. Puppies are a good way to get out of it. Gonna get a Bernese. Ooh. Okay. So, Jet, this was a good episode. A very fun one. Yeah, we... Once again, we we got on-the-fly updates, but, you know, we did it. We handled it. It's fine. We did our best, and that's all that matters at the end. It is unfortunately that time of the episode where we do have to say goodbye, sadly. So, with everything said and over and done with, we want to let everybody know, always keep your dragon fangs sharp. Even though this is an ice and fairy meta, the dragons will reign supreme. Life uh, finds a way. Exactly. And until next time, we will see you all in our next episode.